Hello and welcome to episode one of Bad Behaviour Saved My Life. First of all, I just want to say a massive thank you uh, for taking time out of your life to sit down and listen to this. I really hope that you can get lots of value from it and that you can take something away from it that is truly going to help you. That's what this is about and that's why I'm here. So I'm just going to speak a little bit about me and about my background and what's brought me to this place um, now where I feel called to share all of my shitty experiences here with you, but more so how I overcome them. These past couple of years have been truly amazing for me. Um, just to name a few things that have gone great, I got custody back of my older daughter, I've gone on to have another baby, we've had some lovely holidays, um, I'm in a relationship now with a man that doesn't punch me in the face, <laughs> so that's always good. Um, I've gained so many qualifications and tools that have helped me. I'm going to be um, sharing lots about those as well in here. I'm also coaching people now through their own life struggles, which is so, so rewarding. Um, so life is good at the minute. But my life was not always like this. Only five, maybe six years ago, believe it or not, I was a homeless alcoholic. And when I say homeless, I don't mean not having a home to call your own. I don't mean sofa surfing. I don't mean staying at people's houses. I mean homeless, homeless. Like I was street homeless, begging people outside McDonald's, sleeping in parks, like that sort of homeless. Um, I had my children taken away from me. I went to prison for arson, something to this day I have no recollection whatsoever of doing. Um, I was being assaulted constantly in different violent relationships. One relationship, every relationship was worse than the one before, was more violent than the one before. I was being forced to do things for money that I didn't want to do. Um, I was fed heroin a couple of times when I was so wasted and passed out. I was then almost four years ago, um, put in hospital for two weeks and diagnosed with liver cirrhosis um, from the amount that I had been drinking. And I was told when I was in that hospital that I needed a liver transplant quite urgently um, to save my life. But I needed to have been sober for six months for them to actively start looking. So I was pre-approved for the list in the hospital. Um, but the doctor said to me, I... I don't know that you're actually going to make it six months. So the list goes on. The list is endless of real bad experiences that I've had in my life. And people think I'm crazy when I say, do you know what? I'm so thankful, so thankful that all of that happened to me now. Um, you know, it's a massive part of my story. And although it was horrible at the time... I genuinely don't believe that I'd be where I am today if all of those things didn't happen to me. I look at myself now and I see such a strong, resilient woman. You know, I've had to develop so many coping strategies on my own. Um, things have really helped me to overcome everything that I've been through and I literally feel like now I could take on anything, you know, throw anything at me and I know that I'll be okay. And that's why I really feel called now to share what I did um, 
you know, to help me get through the darkest times in my life. And that's what I'm going to be talking about on these episodes. And I know there's going to be so many of you out there listening um, that can relate or are having a really shitty time or finding it really hard to deal with past or current traumas. Um, But I'm here to tell you that you can use that to your advantage. Your traumas can actually be your biggest asset and they can give you the tools to become the very best version of yourself. They can become your superpower and make you so resilient that nobody will ever, ever hurt you ever again. Because you just won't allow it. You simply just won't be available for it. I really want to take you on a healing journey with me. I believe that we're all healing from something, that we're all recovering from something. We're all in recovery from something. And when we hear the word recovery, we instantly go to alcoholics or drug abusers like they're the only people we assume are in recovery but most of us are recovering from something you know whether that be childhood trauma or you may have been bullied at school you may not have a great relationship with your family you may have been a victim or still be a victim of domestic violence you might be suffering with addiction, and that's to anything, you know, you might be suffering with addiction to food or alcohol or sex or drugs or whatever it is, I believe that we're all recovering from something. But the difference is that we're all fighting the same battle with a different set of tools. So some of us have got brand new shiny tools and they're great and they work really really well and they're able to fight off most things and others are working with broken tools really worn down tools and they just don't work anymore but I feel it's how we process that trauma and what's going on and learn to accept it and work with it um and you know we can use it to our advantage and that's what I did and that's what's got me to where I am today and you can do it too I think particularly since Covid hit there's been such an increase in poor mental health and you know as a whole that's us as a collective there are more cases of domestic abuse there are more people than ever suffering from depression and being out of work and the cost of living is just beyond ridiculous at the minute so all these things have risen but what's happened to the help that we need to help us with these things it's disappeared there literally isn't any now I'm not a doctor or a psychologist or any sort of medical professional um let me just put that out there straight away I'm literally just a normal girl who was dealt some really shit cards in life um but turned it around and is now living her best life. I'll also be sharing, um, probably oversharing, all of my own awful experiences, um, and that's always fun to hear, Um, but you're going to love it. I was diagnosed with BPD, which is Borderline Personality Disorder, or EUPD, as it's now called, about seven years ago. And I was on so many different medications for it. I was on antidepressants. I was on antipsychotics. I was on beta blockers. I was on sleeping tablets, the lot. I was then on so much medication as well when I was diagnosed with liver cirrhosis. 
So when I came out of the hospital then, um, after two weeks of being in there, I was on seven different medications a day. Seven. I, I don't know how I remember taking them all. I don't even remember to drink seven glasses of water a day. But I've been on countless waiting lists to see specialists over the years. Um, and the waits are just so long. Like the average wait time at the moment to get any sort of treatment to help with your mental health is nine months on the NHS. And I think this is why people just find themselves in such a crisis and just end up presenting themselves to A&E. So for me, when I quit drinking um, and just wanted to get my shit together, rather than waiting a year, I started then looking at alternative treatments and alternative therapies, which is when I discovered things like meditation and breathwork and EFT tapping. Um, I even started making my own herbal teas, you know, for things like I had a stomach ache, which I know now of my stomach when I get really stressed out or anxious, it manifests in my stomach. Um, so I was going constantly to the doctors and it was like, you've got this, you've got IBS. I don't have IBS, by the way. It's like, you've got IBS, take these tablets. Um, the tablets weren't working. So I was just making up like my own peppermint teas and things like that. And that was working. So I just started, I guess, experimenting a bit um, rather than waiting a year to be seen you know I just started thinking right what can I actually do to help myself from home what can I make from home um so that's another thing that I'm going to be sharing um in here as well is just all the different things that I've picked up over the years that have helped me I really want people to come away from this podcast just feeling more positive and feeling in a bit of a more can-do state of mind you know, trust me, if I got through what I got through, there's hope for all of us. If you're nearing the beginning of your healing journey, um, you'll always notice that people say to you, are you getting enough rest? You know, make sure you rest. Even when you're feeling really low mood or low vibe, the first bit of advice you're given by doctors or by your parents or by your friends is, you know, make sure you're getting enough rest. And to the majority, rest is associated with being physically still, isn't it? So if someone says, oh, you're getting enough rest, you think, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go and lay in my bed and binge watch some telly or lay it on the sofa. Bed rest is what I was told to do when I come out of the hospital, which is fine. I actually love laying in bed. I love binging on Desperate Housewives as much as the next person. But the trouble that I found with that is the more I rested or was just laying there doing nothing, the more overactive my mind was. So I had all that time in bed to just think. And thinking meant overthinking for me. So about everything I'd done and mistakes I'd made and so on. And in the end, it just made me feel worse. So I just started trying to do things that would occupy my mind um, where I could still rest my physical body when I needed to. Um, research actually shows that doing something creative when you're having a down day can have similar effects to that of meditation. So it gives you something to focus on and it occupies the mind and helps eliminate intrusive thoughts um, and can also actually help you to process trauma in a really positive, positive and productive way.
Get yourself an easel or some knitting needles, you know, whatever takes your fancy. Some paints. Get your kids colouring books out. No excuses. There's so many ways that you can get creative. And at the end of it, you'll feel a sense of achievement and, and you've got something to show for it as well. And decluttering and reorganising is actually another great way to get creative if you're up and about. But if you want some physical rest, there are so many things that you can do just staying still as well. So when I left hospital, I was living in a little one bedroom flat. This is when I didn't have my children with me and I used to sit and do cross stitch and I absolutely loved it. It used to take me ages um, and I used to make things for the kids and then my older daughter actually started doing it and we'd do it together and we had so much fun. So if you're having a bit of a shitty day or just feeling a bit meh, just get creating something. You know, if you've got a garden, gardening's a great one and it's free as well. It's like free therapy. I just want to read something um, that I found because I am just going to, I'm going to be sharing some facts in here as well. So, and I found this really interesting. So in 2015, psychologist and art therapist carried out multiple studies confirming that being creative can increase positive emotions, lessen depressive symptoms, reduce stress, decrease anxiety and even improve immune system functioning. A 2016 study in the Journal of Positive Psychology supported these earlier findings, concluding that spending time on creative goals during the day is associated with a higher activated positive effect on that day. Positive effect is the extent to which people experience positive moods such as joy, happiness and optimism. Higher positive effect lowers stress and expands our perspective so that we notice more possibilities in our lives. So creativity is a superpower. Who knew? Anyway, this is tried and tested by yours truly. I can tell you sitting crafting and making things in my little flat got me through some really really dark days um, and you just feel like you've accomplished something with your day rather than just sitting watching the telly so each week I want to be talking about a different topic um, different subjects if there's something that you want me to talk about or you've got any questions or anything um, let me know and I will try and cover as many topics as I possibly can um, in the meantime if you do have any questions uh, or anything that you want to talk about relating to what I've spoken about today or even if you just want a chat you can follow me on Instagram I'm at bad behaviour saved my life and you can drop me a message on there um, but I just want to say thank you again so much for listening and I really look forward to speaking to you next week until then bye